guys, it's Allison from Allison Answers. Welcome to our show. Hey, 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 guys, it is Allison from Allison Answers with Ryan Albrecht, my hello. sidekick and good friend. Hey, Ryan, how are you <laughs> hello, today? Hello. See how I introduced oh, you so nicely? Look at that after last week's uh, <laughs> debacle. Guilt trip yourself. Where you <laughs> I totally guilted myself. I, was, yeah. I w- literally woke up in the middle of the night like, <gasps> wow, you're selfish. I and I was like, Ryan. I'm a very, very, very bad person. You know, the middle of the night, the voice. Allison, oh, look that voice that'll done. take you back 20 years. And you're, it's like, do you remember what you did when you were 14? Yes. You've You're always like, been selfish. <laughs> You've That's always so stolen the show. Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah, I was always so outgoing, you know, when I was a kid. I was like, well, all the other kids were like, yeah. maybe quiet. I'd have a friend that was super quiet. And they'd be like, Allison, I just told a joke. You repeated it and everybody laughed. And nobody laughed when I said it. I'm like, oh, God, I'm so sorry. Uh. Yeah. So it's like, yeah, I always bump. feel bad like, for that guy. Yeah. <laughs> but I'm the one who does it to them. <laughs> uh, okay, guys, well, how are you today? We want to welcome you to our show. We have a few, we have a few things. We never really know exactly what we're going to talk about because we want this to be very down to earth. We want you to know that um, just that we're real, real people with real issues, real life, and we want to make life better for you. That's our mission. I always want to begin with letting you know what our mission is. It is Mission Awake. Our goal is, number one, is to help any person get a leg up wherever they are. Do you hear my dog barking? <laughs> right in the middle of this. Okay. And she's right. deaf, too, so she won't even hear me tell her to be quiet. So she'll be barking through the entire broadcast but anyhow so that that's how real it is here but anyhow so what i want to tell you is that it is super important if you know somebody who needs to be (laughs) awoken my dog's right here to do it for you so if you need someone hold on doxy doxy there's nobody here she's probably barking at a butterfly doxy come here Oh, should I stop this? No, I'm going to keep going. Okay, so guys, our mission is that really honestly is that we want to be able to um, convince and wake up people away from the idea that in order to be in order to be liked, in order to have relationships, in order to live a life that fits in with our society, our culture, our friends, that we have to be mediocre. And we are 100% against it. My absolute mission is to say that we are, it is our obligation to succeed in every way. And, and you know, as soon as people hear the, you know, as soon as people hear the word success, they think we're talking just about money. And I'm not going to apologize for talking about money because I don't, it's just paper. It's a concept. 
And uh, anybody who's thinking too much about it is really probably because they have an issue with it. But anyhow, so success is about all areas of our life. And we are here. We get one go around here. And why not make it the best go around possible, meaning that we care for and love and reach as many people as possible, that we make a difference everywhere we go, that everything we do actually makes a difference and has meaning. Why just throw away our lives because it fits in better with society? I'm here to tell you that's a mistake. And I believe also it's a mistake, not just from a standpoint of just basic excellence. It's a mistake if you have any kind of faith in any kind of God anywhere, if you believe in any kind of higher power, it's a mistake. Because if you look at the incredible excellence that people, as human beings achieve, there's only about 1% of the population, even maybe 3% now, considers reaching higher than their, their counterparts, the people around them. To me, if it hasn't been done, and you want to do it, reach for it. Because people have been doing things that everyone said couldn't be done forever. And it keeps happening. And we're made as creators. And so that's that. You know, that's our mission is mission awake. What that means is we have core beliefs that block us. We have addicted feelings that block us. We have thought distortions that continue to play constantly, right? Written stories that are inside our head that we attach to everything that we experience around us. And then we do the same thing that we did yesterday and create the same mediocre life that we had yesterday. So I'm asking you, if you want to follow us, I, I want to do a mission here. I want it. I really want to be missional in this. And I believe that we can do it. And as many people who will join us, we want you to come and invite other people. We don't get anything from this. Except we, get our, we get our hearts filled from it because we're missional and we want to be the best we can be. So it's not like, you know, Ryan and I actually have jobs. This is not our job. We don't make money from this. I'm just letting you know. Bottom line is we do really ask that you would subscribe, that you would, you know, write a review, you know, we're okay with um, any, we, we, if you have questions and you want to write in the comments, we want to, we want to um, even like connect with you. If there are people out there that like really feel like you have something that you want to say, um, we'll have Ryan interview you to see if you're not a crackpot first, but um <laughs> <laughs> we I have can do to that. make sure. <laughs> but, you know, we want to make a difference on this earth. And if you want to make a difference on this earth, we hope you'll join us. And this is important to us. We were just discussing this prior to mm. getting on record. So I have to make sure I'm <laughs> recording on everything. Am I? Okay, good. I did that one time with Ryan. I, I, we did like a whole right? We did a whole podcast. It wasn't recording. I nope. was so mad. Was so <laughs> frustrating. Okay. It was a good talk though. But Yeah, it was a good talk. We learn as we go, I yeah, think. Exactly. See? Positive. That's what we go. need to be. Okay. So I have a few things, you know, just to segue, what I was going to talk about today was that the power of thought and that it's actually biologically true that thought is um, actually changes 
has the power to change our genetic expression, that we are not bound to the genes that we're born with. There's something called a gene myth. And what that means is, is that people are walking around saying, I was just born this way. Uh, that's just the way he is. Um, I am, uh, what is it called? I'm like a, uh, you know, that's the way my parents were. No, really, actually, our thoughts, every time we have a thought, every time we learn something new, every time something happens in our life and the way we think about it and perceive about it, that can unlock. It's actually something that Carolyn Leaf talks about. It unzips the DNA. It actually like unzips the DNA to allow for a different genetic expression of our genes and then allow for the production of proteins and really the way that a person thinks is exactly the results that they're going to get. This is going to be, this is going to be like, um, what was that word, Ryan? It's like, it's like I said evolutionary, revolutionary. It's something where our entire world, the whole face of the medical community, the whole face of business, the whole face of any type of human interaction is going to change because people are going to start to see this. And that's what we want people to see. That what is really what is really blocking people from the things that they want in their life? Why are so many damn people unhappy? Right? And then their unhappiness produces thoughts that produce more unhappiness. And it's just, it's like, like basically spiraling down a toilet. And we want to, <laughs> I see the visual. Ryan and I have our like ropes and pulleys and we're throwing it little life jackets into the, into the toilet and we're reeling people back up out of the stinking toilet so they wake up. Like you don't have to go there. You actually can jump off the side of the toilet bowl and <laughs> dive out and fly into an ocean. Stop me, Ryan. It's the dog. The dog's driving me crazy. Ryan, I want you to talk to the people why I am uh. literally getting up right now and I'm going oh, to kick that dog's ass. No, I'm just kidding. I swear, no animal activist. I swear, I have six dogs. I couldn't love them more, except when I don't. There's a Ryan's going to talk. Editing. You talk, I'm you listening. I got to stop this dog. Okay. Go ahead. Don't all watch me go. I usually hide my whole self. So I keep forgetting we can edit the whole podcast, but we can't edit your video. No, we can't edit the video. So everybody's <laughs> going to watch. Alice, I'll be very nice to the dog. Hold on. Ryan, Problem talk. Now. Be nice to the people. I'll be right there. Be nice to the people. So anyhow, back to what we were talking about. <laughs> I want, so we were, t- Ryan and I, when we were talking about, uh, we were actually ironically discussing, and then of course I want you to talk to Ryan. I, we were talking because I don't want to be selfish. Um, okay. We, <laughs> so we, we were um, talking about how um, Danielle, who works for me, who does marketing, and she's like, Allison, you have to ask people to subscribe and you should be telling people about your digital program. You should be telling people about blah, blah, blah. And Ryan and I were just talking about that prior to the show because I never do that because I'm a, 
I've been in business for 30, more than 30 years. I don't even know how long. But basically, I never advertised. I never marketed. It's just not a thing I did because it feels awkward to me. It's like, oh, yeah. saying, oh, could you just follow me because I'm so great. And then we were discussing that. And Ryan's in a band. You know, he's also a worship leader in a church. And he's like really... I was saying it some other time. Ryan's like an amazing singer. And he's like developed this voice over this last, I don't know, it's like a, like a couple of years. I'm like, what? where'd that years. come from, that yeah. voice? It's like really good now. But it was good, good before, fight. but now it's like exceptionally good, like noticeably good. Oh, thanks. So, no, it is. It was but, rough going in the beginning. I almost quit when I started. I remember the first time I was going to sing and I was like, I'm, gonna, I'm not going to do this now. I'm gonna, I was but like, you know what? The guy was who was recording as a good singer, and I was like, Warren, how about you sing? And I'll just stick with the guitar. He's like, no, no, I think you have things to say, and we're going to get through this. And that was only three years ago. Really? And that mm-hmm. was Warren. See, I didn't know Warren sang. Now, let me tell you something about it. You see what Ryan just said? Ryan just gave an example. Because mm-hmm. how many of us, we start, this happens to me too. Because when I'm going to start and I'm going to do something that I haven't done before, I haven't done a podcast before. There's so many things. Like a lot of times I wanted to stop this podcast. I did. I didn't ever told you that, Ryan. Because I'm like, oh my God, like who's really going to want to listen to us rant? You know, and then, and when you're talking about, you know, singing, like if you stopped right there, really literally, Ryan, I remember hearing you sing like three years ago and you had a good voice, but really literally it it really changed like to being yeah. like, an, and so think if you stopped there and that was your inclination, you know, there's this thing they talk about where um, there's an audit and this actually happened. They did a study that there was an auditorium filled with uh, children and they asked the children um, who in here can sing and all of them raise their hands. Mm-hmm. And then who can, who can sculpt? They all raise their hands. Who can dance? Who can, who can whatever? Who can run really fast? And then they did the same exact questions for a room full of adults. Who can sing? Maybe a handful. Who's an artist? Maybe three, you know? Yeah. And basically, over time, the truth about us, about our creativity, our magnificence, our excellence just is slowly like like water on a rock just you know taken away it's eliminated from our life and i feel like this is our that's why it's a mission like if like even just you being with us here and listening to us this is like an example of two people who real i didn't know how to do a podcast I'm, I still I. don't know how to do a podcast. My dog's nope. barking. We have the equipment. <laughs> we don't really. I mean, but Ryan's good at electronics. He's a musician. Didn't, but, know, how to, didn't know how to do the program when we started, yeah. like how to edit. Like I'd never ventured into that area. My computer's nine years old. So like I learned how to edit audio files and use a, a program specifically for this. And that was when we started. And now I can like. I was at the studio last night. Like I did a demo at home on the computer in the program. And then now it's turning into a song there, you know? So like a lot of people limit their possible potential in anything because like the starting is difficult. Just like this podcast, like 
who's like you said who's gonna listen who's this like i do the same thing with music like how many people are listening i don't know like i can go find the numbers and they can be very discouraging when you're like oh oh three thousand listens all right you know but like that's growth you, you know, know so you i don't know what know. i'm you, reaching you, for which one not ready you're gonna hit one of these buttons bueller 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 <laughs> that's basically mm-hmm. when we look to see who's listening it's like okay yeah. is there anyone listening bueller bueller <laughs> true but you know what ryan like it's so amazing because i you know we just segue into this but we're just real people having a conversation and the mm-hmm. the the idea about because I was going to talk about thoughts and how thoughts are literally physiologically things that are creative and we're made to create. We are creators. We co-create, you know, I'm a person of faith. I believe in God. So I believe that, you know, as that I co-create with God, but the idea that human beings can create just with thought, good or bad, like you could have chosen like to say, no, you know, Warren, you just sing, you're better at it than me. But remember, we're talking about like reaching the, the look at the way our brain works. We, our body is a record of memory, right? So all you had and all we had together in the podcast, all you had for music and all we had for the podcast was that what we didn't know. So right. basically in our record of memory, there was no information regarding how to move forward and do those things. So typically what people will do is they'll look at a future dream or a hope or like, oh, like, oh, I would love to do that. Now that's a whisper in their heart. I believe that was put there, but they reject that whisper that they reject that destiny and that identity because they don't, they haven't yet wired their brain to do it. How, how can anybody expect to start something and not suck? It doesn't make sense, but we have this thing that we're like, okay, I don't know how to do it. Okay. So to me, that's the, I've never heard a more lame excuse. Uh, Like, okay, I want you to do that. I don't know how. Duh. Of course you don't. You've never done it. So then the first thing I've, I mean, I think I would say this to you, like, like my, that's Ryan's dogs barking. Yeah, my dog's turn. Better. Yes. It's a chorus. Yes. I like, the thing is like what, the way I think is that, okay, I choose to do something I've never done before all the time. And I just decide to do it. And then our brain stops fighting. The neuron clusters stop fighting one another and the decisions made. Then our brain being a goal driven machine gets to work, figuring out how to do it. I would say things like that to Ryan, just do this. Mm-hmm. Right. What is your reaction to that? Originally, not now. I don't think. Oh, originally it was, but, and then I would line up <laughs> all the potential circumstances that could get in the way of me doing whatever it was right oh uh, school was when you first kind of kicked me in the in a direction like and was like oh but if i do it then like how do i do this and like what about work and like if i go into a full-time program because i need to do a full-time program and what about this and what about loans and what about you know and you just line them all up yes (laughs) and you just and then that's how you end up talking about a life goal for two years instead of doing it 
and then the play out of it was much different. It was, all right, screw it. I'm going to park in a school parking lot and walk into a building and say, I'm interested in this and who can I talk to? And they sent me to another building. Someone sat me down and immediately informed me on things and then sent me over to the social work department. Right? Yes. Like, in one impromptu 4.45 p.m. after work visit, you know, and within 10 days I was accepted and changing my entire life. Exactly. Like, that fast. After years of like, you know, I like to say it's prevaricating, right? You sit and, you, oh, and then you, you hem and you haul over the whole thing. So, yeah. You that, know what that I think? This, exactly we, this is the whole entire problem. Well, not the only problem, but the, uh, with human beings that are stuck in mediocrity. As soon as we think of a thought, it's natural. Our bodies, our brains are, are designed to look for trouble to keep us safe. So we naturally look for all the barriers to getting things done or, to, or to that the reasons why we can't do it. Of course, there were a million reasons why we couldn't do the podcast because we didn't have any information. So how could we do it? We yeah. had to decide to do it. Then the information came and it's the same thing you made that you, we forget as soon as we settle the issue in our mind, we can go there. We had another thing we were segueing in when we were talking about, oh, the idea of like promoting things, right? That's what we were originally talking about. And then you and I were talking about how there can be people who feel upset with us as we're succeeding, which is an interesting thought because, and Mm. I never thought that that was true. I never thought that was possible. I used to think, you know, about other people, let my ceiling be their floor. Like we always, like we want to, I want to raise people up higher than me, but, and, um, Ed Milet and Andy Frisella, cause I'm an Arate, this, um, business, uh, syndicate that's for people who want to be a force for good on earth and want to change the face of business uh, across the world. That's the mission that we're in. So basically, one of the things they have told us from beginning is that there are going to be people who are going to hate you. And the, as, the closer, the higher you get, the more successful you get. And I never believed it. And it's real. I can't believe it's really true. I'm very dis- it discourages me, but now I understand it. It's because uh-huh. we're designed, not designed, that's not true. We have a tendency, I think we've learned that if that I can only be better than you or less than you. Like you can't be great and I can't be great too. Like you being great doesn't take away from me. Okay. But there's a fear of that because we believe that there's a limited supply of life. Because we believe and we've and that's a core belief that runs across like whole large people groups, you know, and I think that when we believe I I, you know what I think of, Ryan, I think of this is one of the things that changed me because I used to think if I'm successful, I'm taking away from other people. I used to think that in terms of money, I always thought money was somehow bad to have. But I remember someone or hearing I think it was Jim Rohn who talked about like, look at abundance. And I, and he, I think it was him. I'm not sure, but he talked about like a tree or anything that God makes or whatever you want to call like the universe or your higher power, anything that he makes or she makes, he's scared they're going to be mad at me. But anyhow, um, somebody's going to be mad. 
no matter what I say. If I say he, yeah, matter, yeah. then people who don't believe that are going to be mad at me. If I say he or she, then people who are, who are yeah, people who are really mad at me. So anyhow, mm-hmm. that's my side <laughs> note. But think of the freaking apple tree. Anything that's produced by God produces more than is needed. There's rotten apples everywhere. There's, you can't get enough of the harvest. And I think that we're forgetting that there's a lot available and there's enough to share and give. Yeah, I'm on a like, rant now. Tell me what you're like, thinking. No, I'm thinking like you learn about social Darwinism when you're a kid, you know, and it's... Explain it. So it's like the, you know, so the same idea that you would put to that evolutionary theory of like oh, the strongest traits will out, right? Like, mm-hmm. so the stronger animals will survive, those with the most adaptive mm-hmm. traits that are stronger will survive. And then that was applied, you know, by, you know, ultimately men who are structurally in power as a social construct that, you know, we're just better suited to this. That's why we have more, right? And that that's why you should just kind of uh, accept your your lot where you're at, you yes. know? And and if you're not succeeding, it's because you're just not capable, right? You hadn't adapted like the rest of the more successful people. And it's 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 crap. Right. We know that. That's one hundred percent true. But it's still an undercurrent. I like to think of things in like a, a, a social psychology. It's one of yeah. my fun little yeah. like mental races I do with myself. Yeah, and I love it. You know, that there's like a consciousness that exists that we we do inherit it through the through the decades, you know, um, that's the history major in me, but like needs to know yeah. everything that happened before to understand why. Um, but it's I believed it right that like simply sheer sh- like strength of will will get you everything right. And it's like, well, that's not necessarily true, but like. You know, you, some people are just born in a better position, right? And that's why they do better. And some people this, and some people that. And that's those thought processes you're talking about. And when you're talking, I was like, well, who, where do we hear this first? And it's like, oh, at home, generally yeah. speaking. And it's n- not necessarily in a malign way. It could be like, I'm going to build a sick ramp for my bike. But Ryan, you shouldn't do that. Like, you don't know how to use the tools. You could get hurt. Right. And these are valid concerns. As a parent, I would understand I probably wouldn't want my young son building a ramp and shooting himself off at top speed. <laughs> right. But, uh, but like you learn a limiting belief right off the bat. Yes. Where every, everything I've ever done in my adult life, and I'm a late bloomer here, right? I'm, I'm 38 and I'm finally doing the things I've been wanting to do for quite yeah. a long time. And it, it's all come from the thought first so like yes writing a song right oh i'm not gonna be able to write a song communicate what i want and then i have a whole catalog of songs that started as one little itty bitty thought and i didn't have anything else and i literally walk into the studio and i go this is what i'm thinking about and these are four lines i have or these are eight lines that i have yes and then i just start collaborating and taking input from people because i trust the guy i'm working with and all of a sudden i walk out of there start to finish with a song that thematically said what I wanted to say and all that. And again, it was just a thought. Everything. That's everything. That's a metaphor for life. What you just said, but you were willing to go in. You didn't say, Oh, I only have four lines. I don't have anything else. So therefore I won't even bring those four lines. It's like saying, I'm not going to play. All I have is this teeny little seed. I'm not going to plant it. Cause what's that going to do? 
It reminds me of the parable of the three talents, right? Yes. Like, yes. Uh, you know, and so like this guy buries it, this guy buries some of it. And one guy's like, I'm just going to see what I can do with it, you know, and, yes. and just goes out and tries things. Because part of it is that you have to trust that there are people around you who do care. We're talking about people who don't want us to succeed, right? That's like a, an undercurrent in this. And that's can happen, sadly, unfortunately, as you succeed, people yeah. get upset as you grow and change. They're going to see that thing you just did and be like, look at this one with her new car and she's looking good. <laughs> Listen, or I don't whatever. give a shit. I'm getting a Bentley. One yeah. day, I'm okay. <laughs> I'm sorry. Let's go back. I want a Bentley. All right. Oh, do it. I'm do doing it. it with a, a convertible. I already thought, yeah, do it. <laughs> I, yeah. I don't know how, but I've decided to. Okay. I can see it. Yeah. yeah. It'll happen. You watch. It'll happen. Yeah. Uh, I will watch because I work with you and we do this. So yeah, I will probably <laughs> have a front row seat to this happening. Yes. Uh, <laughs> But that's then the other part of it, too, is that there are you can identify people in your life who do care. Right. Yes. There are those. Yeah, for sure. Want to see us succeed. You know, for my life, you're one of them. My wife is one of them. Right. I've Mm -hmm. I've managed to curate a group of people around me who want to see me succeed. And quite frankly, if you don't. I am I immediately disconnect. Doesn't mean I'm out of your life. Yeah. But if you have some some thing going on and you're not goodbye you know like i'm not going to invest in that relationship i simply don't have the time you know i like that yeah you know what a lot of people might think that's cold but ed milet talked about that in one of our calls he talked about the importance of auditing your relationships and to really be you know instead we again that's that idea of going blindly through life living a life you don't want to live with people you don't want to be with and and going places you don't want to go, working where you don't want to work. Like he's talks about like, you know, take an audit who's in your life and what is the meaning of the relationship? If it's somebody who is an anchor, like we were saying before we started recording, like if there are people in your life that are anchoring you to mediocrity because in mediocrity, there's safety because people like people who are the same People like people who are not reaching higher than they're reaching because it makes them feel badly. So it's like in order to be liked, sometimes it's almost like you have to sacrifice your your destiny or your excellence to keep people in your life or keep people loving you or not feeling threatened by you. Mm-hmm. But the thing, what you know, I guess the message is like, and I've been hearing it a lot. I hear it from both the Ed and Andy. I do hear it a lot. And from the people I know, like, like the people who, when you watch people succeed, like you then can that should tell us, oh, that means I can do it. Wow. They broke the barrier, but we immediately, because of core beliefs, because of these lies in our mind that we've just believed that oh my God, and there's something else I have to say and, I, and we also have to go. But I have to say something important that we are destined, we believe this is the myth and this is what we want to wake up from also. This is like a little of the neuroscience part is that literally we believe that we're born this way and we can't go further. That's what we were saying about the, all, the ki- the, all the kids in the auditorium and the adults in the auditorium that basically... What I want to tell you, and this science to prove it, and I wish I had a moment because I actually have it written down in this book, Carolyn Leaf's book. It talks about, I'm going to see if I can quickly do it. I'm going to just throw a few 
nuggets out there because I want you guys to hear it. One of the things she says is that daytime thinking is a building process, whereas nighttime thinking is a sorting process. Mm. So we're supposed to be building during the day with our thoughts, but then at night, lower down and rest. That's one of the things I should plug something I do is brain tap because it's a thing that we do where we help people move through their brain waves from daytime thinking to the idea of sorting and resting your brain so your brain can categorize and organize things, right? There's this other thing that she she describes here. She says, thinking creates signals. This signal you have just created through the membrane of the cell, so that's a thought, right? So this is what happened. Your thinking has just created a powerful signal that is going to change the landscape of your brain. And it literally does it. A thought changes a landscape. So every thought is making a difference in your brain. You can, you can, I was going to say catastrophically change your brain through negative thought. You can destine yourself to uh, sickness, cancer, bad relationships, um, no money, debt, just by thinking. And then she says here, the signal you have just created passes through the membrane of the cell, travels to the cell's nucleus, this is a lot of details, and enters the chromosome, activating a strand of DNA. Just hear me on this. The DNA is zipped up almost as if it is a cocoon until activated or unzipped by that signal. So our DNA is zipped up. It's in a little cocoon. When we have a thought, it gets activated and unzipped the DNA. This cocoon, when the DNA is zipped up, it is in a dormant or an inert state. The cocoon also protects the DNA from the rest of the intracellular environment, which is the inert state. This is a little too complicated. Okay. The DNA has to be opened. Do you understand this? So in order for the appropriate genetic code to be expressed, it has to be opened. And it is opened through thought. As it is opened, the code is read. Okay? The thing about what happens, I'm going to try and cut through this. This is called genetic expression. And these proteins you have caused to be built hold the information you have just, like what, you, what I just read to you, it creates a memory. If you take it in. So the thought allows for a genetic expression. Do you understand? Which is like this thing happens with RNA that it's like a photocopier, which creates a memory. And these are the building blocks for like Ryan describing making a song. Okay. So this is the thing. Well, I'm sorry, guys. I'm reading to you. What you have done when you do that, you've created an actual substance. So thought creates an actual physical substance in your body. Our entire body is filled with those substances. From the time we start thinking, all the meaning we're attaching to things, identity that we're putting on things is creating substance. That substance is creating genetic expression, which is creating, and this is where the myth is, oh, your dad died of a heart attack, your dad, dad's died of a heart attack, oh, that means you're dying of a heart attack. That is bullshit hockey. I'm not allowed to curse. Okay, so 
What I'm telling you is that our thoughts will create anything, okay? Bad things and good things. That, that's where we want to align ourselves with the goodness on earth. The goodness, I think, of God, of all things right and good on this earth. We want to align ourselves. It talks about that um, as a man thinks in his heart, so is he. Right? I'm on a rant. I got to go. But I'm going to ask you guys, Ryan, we are plugging Ryan. Ryan has a band. Ryan needs support. Okay, you guys got to listen to Ryan's voice. It's pretty amazing. So, Ryan, tell them about your your um, whatever it is, whatever it is you do. Tell them the name of the band is Fellow Feeling, oh. um, and you can find us. Yes, yeah. I'm repeating it. Fellow it's, Feeling, Ryan Albrecht. Yeah. Check it's, it out. It's, it's in theme with stuff. So, yeah, it's on Instagram. We're on Spotify. We're on iTunes. Any literally anywhere you would listen to music, it's there. So, so if they punch in. Fellow feelings. Just Google it. What will, will, will happen? Will you be seen? Uh, Google it. Maybe. I actually have never Googled my own band. But if you're in your Spotify or whatever thing you listen to music on and you do fellow feeling, you will find the band and, and the, I don't know, 10 or so songs we have released. Can you just support Ryan, please? Can you uh, listen? I don't know. Do you subscribe? What, can you subscribe to us too? You know, Danielle asked us to ask, so we're asking. And we're asking that you not only subscribe to our, um, to our podcast, but that you'd review it. And we also ask if you would consider putting it, you know, plugging us, putting it on your page, because what we want to do is we want to help as many people as we can. We want to give people a leg up in life. We don't want to be, I don't want to go to my grave with the things that I know. And if I can help one person anywhere and Ryan feels the same way, we want to do it. If you could also, I also have, um, uh, we both work at Logger Counseling Services. It is a, we do virtual counseling and we also have an unbelievable team. We have art therapy. We, um, we, we do, basically what we do is we don't just work on the symptoms. We believe that there is always a solution and that we never live in the problem. We believe in excellence, so we help people work through their brokenness in the deepest, deepest way that we possibly can validating, hearing, finding the problems. And then what we do after we do that, then we lead them. Once they have coping skills, once they know and they're, they're, they're healed up enough, we don't stop there. That's when, we, that's when we step on the gas. That's when you're going to get to your excellence. We do not believe in, okay, now you're, you're symptom-free and like you have a mediocre life. Okay, see you next. No, F that. Okay. Then the other thing I just want, I'm plugging myself. I don't even care. Hey, we are excellent. It's the truth. We really are. Okay. So, and I also have, because I have, for me personally, I have a really long waiting list. So, but I have people who can be people who I handpick who are therapists, but when people can't see me, I have a digital program. I have one on personal development. And in that digital program, basically what it is, is you go through five basic lessons or sessions first, where you go through what's your blueprint financially, emotionally, spiritually, um, vocationally, uh, socially, relationally. And you go through all these different areas of your life. Then we pull out the core beliefs and the thought distortions, and the feeling addictions. Then after that, 
after you really do an in-depth work on your yourself, then what we do is we go into how to use your imagination, how to use visualization, the power of decision-making, and all the success hacks that people in personal development are doing, but we add the therapeutic component that is really, really, really like deep. It, this gets it done because people succeed to a certain degree, and then what ends up happening, because they haven't dealt with the underbelly, the infection underneath that keeps bringing them back to the old spot, what ends up happening is they're, they're like, wait, I do everything. And they're on that personal development roller coaster where they're at every conference, they're doing everything, but they're not getting they're better for a while. And they succeed for a while, but then they lose it. So I'm telling you, it's a great program. It's me doing it myself. It's very down to earth. I really don't do anything super, super hyper polished. It's just not my style, but you're going to get your shit done. The other thing is, <laughs> is that I also have a mom, a digital program for a mom's group. Moms who are adult, moms of adult children and the challenges of the transition of who the hell am I as a mom after my kids are grown. So I have that digital program. The other thing is we are building a digital program for eating disorders. We're building a digital program. Yes, yes, yes. For all different areas of struggle. For ACOA issues, we have a program. And basically, they're videos of me just talking and teaching on each subject and helping people work through adult children of alcoholic things, eating disorder problems, body image problems, blah, 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 blah. I just plugged the shiitake out of myself. Okay. So good job. Thank you so much. And you got to <laughs> listen to Ryan. So this is where you can find all of that stuff, the digital program. You can find it at allisonanswers.mykajabi, which is K-A-J-A-B as in boy, I.com. Allisonanswers.mykajabi.com. You can find our podcast there, but... What I want you guys to do, please support us because we want to get our word out. I want to thank you so much for listening. And uh, please comment. Say hi to us. We want to get to know you. Ryan, mm. what do you want to say, buddy? I just want to say thank you for listening. Thank you so much, guys. Have a beautiful, beautiful day. Till next time.